Hello, and welcome to Priority Status. I'm Kristen Mahler, and on this episode of Five Questions With, we are joined by Mariella Avino, Managing Director of Palazzo Avino on Italy's Amalfi Coast. Known as the Pink Palace in the heart of Ravello, Palazzo Avino was originally built in the 12th century. Mariella's family took over the property in 1997 and began the transformation of the historic buildings into a five-star luxury hotel. Today, the hotel features several restaurants and bars, a spa, and a stunning beach club, which just launched a partnership with the iconic Italian fashion house, Valentino. Listen in as Mariella shares secrets of Ravello, how she and her family have poured their passion into the hotel, what she thinks about White Lotus, and how her love for fashion inspired her to create a curated boutique on property. With that, let's dive in. Hello and welcome. We have Mariella Vino here today from Palazzo Vino and Ravello on the Amalfi Coast in Italy, one of the most dreamy destinations on the planet. And we're so excited to have her here on Priority Status and um, do our five questions with series today. So Mariella, welcome. Thank you. I would love for you to give a little bit of an intro about yourself and your hotel. It sounds amazing. Thank you. Buongiorno from Ravello. We are on the Amalfi Coast, 350 meters above the sea level. My family has a beautiful hotel up on the hill overlooking the water uh, called Palazzo Avino. It's a 12th century palace, uh, used to be a private home, and it was converted to be an hotel in the 50s. We bought it in 95 and opened as an hotel in 1997, and since then it's been in the family. Wow, that sounds so incredible. I love the history uh, in Italy and especially on the Amalfi Coast. Those buildings are so incredible. And to think about how they were built into the hillside and so much craftsmanship um, has been put into those buildings. They're so special. How wonderful for you to have a place like that in your family and to share it with your guests. Absolutely. What was it like growing up at the hotel? Well, it's been uh, a very special adventure because I was uh, able to see the property really from the first days when my father bought the property back in 1997 uh, and opened in 1997, I was 13. So I was in a conscious state already to understand how special it was what uh, this dream come true for him was all about. Since then, it's been very nice to observe the evolving of the property. We added some bits and pieces throughout the years. So starting from the swimming pool, then the beach club, uh, the different restaurants. And since 2011, I have uh, the great uh, honor to write the future of the property as well. And since five years, my middle sister joined as well. And uh, so I act as managing director. She's director of sales and marketing. We have also a younger sister, but she's not working at property yet. And uh, she's 13 years younger than me. Actually, it's very nice that uh, like throughout the years, we're seeing the property evolving, but not, I would not say like in a too modern way. On the contrary, we are evolving, trying more and more to look at our roots and uh, trying to bring and preserve the history that we have within the world. There's so much history in Ravello. And maybe you could tell our listeners what makes Ravello so special and, and why do guests love Palazzo Avino? 
Ravel, I think, uh, already by position compared to the rest of the course, tends to be very private and intimate. It's uh, up on hill, 350 meters above the sea level. As I always explain, it's a really bird-eye view over the coast, but at the same time, it's in the middle of the Amalfi Coast. You're just uh, 20 minutes away from Amalfi, 45 minutes from Positano. But we have the great plus of being in a kind of uh, lost village in the 50s, Nothing here became ever too commercial. So the shops are still ceramic shops, restaurants are all family run. So I think this compared to the other destinations around uh, uh, like most iconic uh, uh, villages and destinations in Italy is something that's really preserved in, uh, in the best way. And this is why I think more and more guests pick Ravello over other destinations because of the position and the fact that being intimate doesn't mean it's far away from other places. On the contrary, you can get the best of both worlds. Yeah. So what is it like working with family? You're both of your, your sisters involved with you on a daily basis at the hotel as director of sales and marketing. So you work very closely with her. And I understand you also live at the hotel during the season. So how do you balance your personal life and and your work life? Well, they are really merged, I would say. And uh, it's very interesting to work in a family business. And uh, I also had an experience before joining the family business in in HSBC as a credit analyst. So I know what it means to work in a more structured environment. I think there is something very special to the family business that there is everything you do. There is a lot of involvement and heart. Being a family business, we are also, we were very good, thanks to our parents, also in uh, creating uh, specific roles uh, for each of us. So we all have our own working space in a way where we can uh, push and uh, enhance our creativity floor, our best skills. Also with Attilia, we work on different tasks. We strongly believe that a management approach, in a way, even if we are a family business, is very important. And we strongly believe in this. And uh, the other beautiful part is that we got, so we try to get what's a structured uh, company uh, has to be, but at the same time, we have what uh, the soul of a family business is all about. So we try also with our employees to try to embrace them the more we can into our vision for the future. There's a lot that goes into running a hotel, obviously, and you had firsthand experience living there and seeing it, how it worked. And it's really wonderful that you've been able to keep it in your family and create spaces for yourself and evolve the property. Like you said, you've been making some additions since you sort of took on the managing director role. And I think that recently, a lot of people were able to kind of get a sneak peek into inside the inner workings of hotels with, I know that you're also a fan of, of White Lotus, which, you know, the most recent season and being in Sicily kind of gave a little bit of a insider's look into Italian hospitality. So do you feel like Italian hospitality is sort of portrayed right with White Lotus? Like, how did you feel watching it, being in that industry and so close to home? Well, uh, first of all, as White Lotus in general, it's been very fun uh, to look at it because even if 
very exaggerated. There are some bits and pieces that are actually true and things that we do deal with on a daily basis. Uh, So I think it was a fun way to have a look at behind the scenes on the fact that, of course, the second um, uh, season was uh, filmed in Sicily. I think it was a great boost for Sicily in particular. I know that uh, Sicilian hospitality is living this year uh, like their best year because there is lots of demand there. I would say that the Amalficos in general has always been a great destination for American travelers, for U.S. travelers. So I don't think like the White Lotus in this sense gave an additional interest to the area, more to Sicily. But I think in general, it did give uh, a very interesting point of view on the behind the scene part. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, being in hotels myself, working with hotels for so long, it was very funny to watch how they, like you said, exaggerated the characters in the hotel and their their personalities. So it was quite entertaining. I'm looking forward to the next season. But you have a lot of news this season. I mean, the hotel is open seasonally April to October, or is that your season? Yeah. So, but you have a brand new partnership that just launched. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Because it is truly incredible. Uh, thank you. So uh, this year we do have um, Valentino that branded the Beach Club of the hotel, which is one of the great facilities we do offer to the guests. And at the same time, they opened a pop-up inside the property. Uh, at the entrance, we have a beautiful a small pop-up store. And uh, they actually uh, fell in love with the space and launched there uh, as part of their tour in launching the Escape Collection. Uh, they also had used this space to launch the Escape Collection, we had a few weekends of events here on property and as well uh, they rebranded the beach club. I think the very interesting part is that it was very special for us as a family-owned hotel to be able to partner with such an iconic uh, Italian brand as Valentino. I've been asked uh, how, why Valentino, why it was so special. Like as a an Italian woman growing up in an Italian family, loving fashion, I think Valentino in my mind has always been uh, the epitome of Italian elegance. And being able to partner with them uh, for the property where it's always very difficult for me to think in brands that are alike to our heritage or history has been um, one of the most uh, like emotional things that I was able to do along uh, like these years in working in the property. So it's very nice also that they kind of broke the rules because at the beginning they were thinking of doing something in pink, but since the iconic color for uh, Valentino is red. They just went for red. So they asked me, are you okay with red? And actually was very excited because I thought no one like on the seaside would ever think of using a red to bleach and umbrellas and, uh, and actually super beautiful and thinking that pink is a shade of red. It's also fun. That's so fun. I mean, the pictures look stunning. It looks so chic. And how amazing for you. Like you said, Valentino is an iconic Italian brand. And growing up, I'm sure you looked toward it as one of the biggest, you know, high fashion houses in the world. So that's super cool that it's at your hotel this season. You're very into fashion yourself. I can tell. I mean, our listeners don't know this, but we can see each other. And and Mariela is very fashionable, very stylish. And she also, you also have the pink closet at the hotel. Yes. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that and how you've sort of customized this amazing boutique? 
Yes, the pink closet comes um, starts in uh, 2019 when we finally uh, found the right space for a boutique that I had in mind. And uh, there was the art gallery right in front of the entrance of the property that went on sale in 2018. So I, I said to my dad, uh, since it's very uh, rare to have something on sale here in terms of in this street, especially where the hotel is. So I said to my dad, we have to buy it. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it, but we're going to open a boutique. And so the idea was to find uh, the right place where all the collection of brands, all the um, things and treasures I would find traveling could find a place and I could showcase uh, to the guests some of the research I was doing every time I was traveling and I'm traveling. It's really a, a passion. Like when I travel, I always try to add a, an extra couple of uh, days normally following the sales activities of the hotel. And I use these two days just to wander around. I search all the special boutiques around, all the special brands. And this has been worldwide. So the idea was, okay, I have a collection of things. I love researching for new brands, special techniques, uh, artisans. And uh, this is how the boutique started in 2019. Uh, the, the concept started from the space. So I hired a NAC that's very good in retail. Her name is Cristina Celestino. She had worked already with uh, Sergio Rossi and, um, and Fendi. And so I asked her to think of the space like a closet uh, with lots of mirrors. And in pink and green, which are the two colors that you see the most in, on the property. And uh, this is how the uh, interior design started. And then I added all the bits and pieces. And over the years now, it's become more a laboratory of different uh, niche brands. So every year we have young designers. I participate to the Fashion Trust of Camera della Moda in Milan. And I work with their young designers. So every year it's very nice also for the guests to find the new collections created ad hoc for us uh, from uh, young designers. Now we have uh, a few also homeware uh, products like uh, Villeroy Bock uh, did design. We did design together a line for the Terrazza Bevedere, our casual restaurant. That's part also of what we offer in boutique and they're very popular too. So there are many projects I love uh, uh, working around. <laughs> I mean, how amazing that you have your own boutique and that you're able to collect and sort of make this really curated collection of clothing. And now it sounds like you have some, you know, home decor as well. That's so wonderful. And you were mentioning when you're doing traveling on your own, you're kind of picking out different pieces that you want to have in your boutique that you want to share with your guests and any visitors to the boutique. So where do you like to travel? What do you look for when you're booking a trip? I normally travel uh, in December time. So that's the time we have like a week off with my husband. The most uh, special trips I think I took over the years was India. And uh, it was right before the pandemic. I did the classical Rajasthan trip. But when I left, I actually said I want to come back right, right away. And there was not possibility to do so. But uh, that's uh, the type of trips I love to take. I'm not really a sun person. You would not say being here in Southern Italy, but I don't go, I go very rarely to the sea, which is compatible with my uh, life. But uh, I love to go to cities and to explore. That's the way I really unplug. And so when you were in India, did you collect any inspiration, anything for the boutique that you were like, oh, this has to be? Because I, I feel like there's so much 
beautiful art and craftsmanship in Indian design. Yes. Actually, I went in, in New Delhi. I was looking for a, a jewelry designer that then I met year, years after in uh, Paris, but I went to, their, to her studio in New Delhi and uh, her name is Olivia Dar. She does uh, handmade uh, uh, jewelry pieces. And uh, it was so beautiful to go there and to see actually how they make these pieces. And um, especially uh, that visit made me think that there are no geographic limits really to art- artisanship. So I always try to find the, the beautiful, I, like the, the driver I use when I look for things is the beauty. And it's not about the geographic limits. It's uh, above and beyond. Yeah. So you're really deep in your season right now in Ravello. Um, I'm sure your, your hotel is full and you're welcoming guests every day. And there, you're getting ready for the, um, the music festival in Ravello is happening soon. So maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more about that because that is a very special and very unique event to Ravello. Absolutely. Actually, is getting started this weekend. It's a very special event program because um, compared to other festivals, it's not only about the music, which is an highlight. It's very beautiful, but it's also about the location because Ravello Music Festival takes place in Villa Ruffolo, which is one of the two ancient villas in Ravello, right next to the square. And the patio is constructed on the historical gardens and is like suspended in the air. And so in terms of scenery, it's very unique. And I always say that on the Celerance night, on the on the night of the shooting stars, there is a special event that takes place. Uh, it starts at 3 a.m. in the morning and finishes uh, at 6. And uh, that's one of a lifetime experience. And uh, because it starts with the dark and then throughout the concert, it starts the sunrise. So that's definitely something I, w- I suggest to anyone thinking of coming to Ravello. That sounds incredible to listen to the concert and watch the sunrise. Very moving experience. It is. With the classical music, it's very special. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think everybody's getting ready to go on plotsovino.com and book their trips. <laughs> well, Mariella, it was so wonderful to speak with you today. Thank you for making time and joining us from Ravello. Thank you to you. From Italy, one of the most beautiful and welcoming destinations on earth. So um, we're thrilled to have you and for you to share your story with us. And we look forward to um, hearing more about Palazzo Vino and everything you're doing is so wonderful there. So thank you. Grazie. Grazie for giving us the opportunity. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye.